Have you been feeling the energy movement lately? Maybe you've been feeling it while you're up all night, as so many of us are. Maybe you've been feeling it because you've organized your closet and cabinets and moved all the furniture in your house multiple times in the last few months. And maybe you've been feeling it because you just said farewell to the last remaining connections in your life. Are you wondering what the heck is going on? As we approach the end of October and we enter an eclipse wormhole starting October 25th, we can expect a whirlwind of activity that lasts to year end, which everything we have been through in the past three years has prepared us for. Are you ready for some eclipse miracles and timeline shifts? They start now. That's what we're discussing in this week's article and podcast. Welcome to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host, and I want to show you how to create your rich, happy, and successful life. Since 2004, I've been teaching soul-congruent, mind-expanding, wholeness living to a global audience. I'm known as the world's most accurate intuitive, the iconic energy savant, a best-selling author of eight books, the expert on energy boundaries, alignment, integration, and intention. And I'm the founder of the Becoming 360 Method of Transformation. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and energize you to embrace your full potential, upsource your possibilities, revive your life, and shine your light brightly. Thank you for joining me on this week's High Vibes Living Podcast. And I hope you'll learn something that tunes you into your high vibes and motivates, energizes, and inspires you and shines some light on your journey. Let's get started. You're familiar with the expression, as within, so without, as above, so below. It means that there is a mirror effect that exists in everything. Our inner world is reflected in our outer world. What exists in spirit is mirrored on the earth and within each of us. This is the law of divine oneness, the first of the 13 universal laws. We understand the concept of energetics when we realize that the earth is simply a huge energy field and we're all connected to it, to each other, and to spirit through this energy field. The energy field is impacted by all sorts of things, including our energy and what's going on within countries and populations. But it's also impacted by what's going on in our skies. The planets also exert a powerful influence on the Earth's energy field and on each of us. And if you don't think this is true, wait until the next Mercury retrograde period and all the life disruptions that this period can create. Did you know that the tides of the Earth's seas and oceans are governed by the moon cycles? The planets definitely have an impact on every aspect of our reality. These planetary impacts can be subtle or direct, and occasionally we get a lightning bolt of energy in the form of an eclipse that shakes everything up. It's showdown time at the Ascension Station. Eclipses open portals for choices and change, and they are polarizing. There is no middle ground. Eclipses are cosmic wild cards that bring in new energies and usher out old ones. They are universal access tunnels that we can pass through if we have the courage to make big, fast changes and live with the consequences. Sometimes this is not voluntary. 
and a choice or change is forced on us either through someone else's choices or things that just seem to happen. Eclipses shift timelines and break up energy patterns, and they abruptly end anything that's hanging on by the sliver of hope or the tiniest thread of regret. Very little escapes the scrutiny of an eclipse cycle, and we need them to help us take a step back and consider what we're doing and why, and make different choices if we don't like our reality. Eclipses let us know when we have run out of energy road and are trying to keep going when our energy tank is running on fumes. Instead of looking at eclipses from an astrological perspective, think of them as energetic reboots or restarts, an opportunity to clear out the old files stored in our cache and decide whether we still want or need them. Eclipses appear in 19-year cycles, and the cycle we are in now is a repeat of one from November 2003, and prior to that, November 8, 1994, with the node entering Taurus in September 94, which is where it is now. The word eclipse means to outshine, overshadow, and transcend. The 4D bridge is the path of transcension that takes us from the density of 3D to the integrated light of 5D. An eclipse creates a glitch in the matrix. It shifts the energy just enough so that old connections are disrupted. Then we have to decide what we're going to do to move forward once we realize that revitalizing the old ways is not going to work. And we need new strategies and tactics and new energy pathways for our new realities. Every time I know an eclipse is coming, I think about how people must have viewed them centuries ago when the idea that the sun could go dark during the day must have been frightening indeed. It's still a little frightening for us today, and we fear eclipses because, as we're told, they bring chaos, disruption, dark times, and despair. But that's not the whole story. And eclipses are a little scary. I remember many years ago, I lived in Houston, and it must have been the early 90s. There was a major total solar eclipse during the day in Houston, and we went onto the roof of the building. Everybody in the building went up on the roof to be able to look at the eclipse, and we all had our little eclipse glasses, or we had our little things so we could see it. I actually looked at the sun. It didn't make me blind. But I remember everybody got really quiet when it was nearly dark outside and it was like two o'clock in the afternoon on a summer day so it was quite hot out and the sun had been really hot and as the eclipse progressed it suddenly got darker and darker until the moon completely crossed over the sun and it was actually quite dark out and people were quiet they were looking at each other and they were just you know kind of not saying a whole lot course and then the sun came back out as the as the moon continued to move eclipses create time warps and wormholes portals into the express lane of ascension integration and transformation we can use these shortcuts if we have the courage to explore the fast track and move quickly through our life journey into a new dimensional frequency or a new vibe and yes that would bring a lot of chaos and drama but it also brings us to a whole new level of being. The eclipse time warp can show up as a blessed ending. 
which we don't see as being that until long after an eclipse is over, sometimes six months to a year later. Then we realized that we were being protected and kept safe by the same universe we thought was punishing us by withholding what we wanted or had our hearts set on. Eclipses come in pairs and the October 25th eclipse is followed by one on November 8th, which just happens to be the date of one of the most important elections in U.S. history. And there are important elections happening around that time in other countries of the world. The November 8th eclipse is interesting in addition to its mirroring of the one on November 9th, 2003, because it features very prominent and powerful aspects, including an exact conjunction between Uranus and the Moon, which is also opposite the cripple conjunction of Sun, Mercury, and Venus. In fact, in the November 8th eclipse, every single planet is paired with at least one other, and they all offer some kind of supporting aspect, which doesn't always mean good and easy to this full moon, but the highlight is the Uranus conjunction because Uranus is the 5D planet. Welcome to the new Ascension paradigm, and it's a doozy. On November 9th, 2003, there was an eclipse at the same sign and degree, and Ascension 1.0 started in April 2003 with the node entering Taurus. Remember that I wrote in January 2022 that we entered Ascension 2.0 because we started a new node cycle. Well, we're getting a reminder of that cycle's repeat with this upcoming November eclipse. And with Uranus as a prominent driver of the energy, we're getting the full 5D experience. As I said, Uranus rules 5D. And by the way, so does Archangel Uriel, who might have channeled since 2003. This is not going to arrive without disruption and an interruption of the status quo. But we're used to that. For the past three years, we've had the unique opportunity of experiencing multiple rare and historic energy aspects, including this year, the world's first Pluto return since 1761. And we also have the Saturn Uranus square, which has been pummeling us for the past two years. And this year, the Jupiter Neptune conjunction in Pisces was on April 12th, which happens every 151 years. On November 8th, we also get a repeat of the Jupiter-Neptune conjunction. It's not exact, but it's close enough. And by the way, Jupiter and Neptune are both in Pisces, and they both rule Pisces. Neptune is the modern ruler. Jupiter is the traditional ruler. So having both rulers of that sign in that sign at this time is pretty spectacular. And then we have a lot of other planetary activity and the theme is all about divine justice, divine retribution, and divine synergy. That may sound a little menacing, but it isn't. If you've been doing your work and shining your light, you're fine. If not, you may want to spend some time on this blog going through the 20 years of article and podcast pretty quickly because it's time for the showdown at the Ascension Station. It's long past time to wake up and get out of bed. The alarm has been going off for years and you have hit the snooze button too many times. If you're looking for the 5D train to take you to another planet or dimension, you may be disappointed. We're bringing heaven on earth, not destroying the earth so heaven can take over. But 
we're getting a huge influx of 5D energy with this eclipse cycle starting in October with the October 25th eclipse and that's completing an energy cycle that started in November 2003 with the previous eclipse sign at this degree. Energy cycles are part of our spiritual journey and they mark stages on our path of initiation. Life is, above all, our spiritual pilgrimage and the path of initiation. We get initiated into spirit with every single life challenge, every lesson, and every step we take on our life journey. We don't randomly go through ups and downs, trials and triumphs, experience joy and grief, loss and redemption. We're on a soul mission of ascension, and our life is the purpose for that mission. The path of spiritual initiation is our guide to understanding what we're supposed to be getting out of all this and how we can proceed as a redo or a reboot. The energy cycles that appear in the form of planetary activity are our guideposts on our collective ascension journey. A node shift affects everyone in general, just as the moon affects all of us, and then it impacts our individual chart and path according to our unique astro aspects. On all levels, eclipses interrupt the energy flow and create ascension portals for us to use if it's right for us. We have to make that choice and we get regular opportunities because eclipses always occur in cycles about 19 years apart. So every 19 years, we get a chance to pause in our journey, review, reconsider, assess our choices and actions until that moment, and then choose to do a redo and go back to our old ways with a little forced change or do a reboot and change everything. If we feel we need to try to try again, we'll get that opportunity too. I know it's tough to be buffeted by this much energy, especially when people awaken and they're angry, upset, and are searching for the light. And those of you with an Atlantis history are fearful of a potential disastrous outcome. We have come farther on this ascension path than we've ever been before, and now we're worried that the end will be a repeat of the past. I don't think we have anything to worry about but the fear lingers in light of what we see going on in the world. And the eclipse is going to reveal all because what was once hidden and was better off staying in the dark is now revealed. Eclipses light things up. And while we may celebrate that on the collective path, we're not always so happy about what happens with this in our personal lives. Eclipses can reveal the final truth about a relationship, a life situation, a life choice, a decision, or a very unwelcome truth if being unwelcoming meant holding together the pieces of a fragile situation that needs to fall apart. They tend to come with a bull in a china shop energy that clears every surface. Sometimes we need that level of revelation and sometimes others do. So if there's too much truth out there for you, focus on something else. That truth may not be for you. It may be for someone else. A world must awaken now and the universe cannot be micro discerning. The gift of eclipses is a glimpse of new dimensional realities, new high vibe potentials, new choices and considerations, but only if we have the courage to expand into them. 
19 years is nearly one generation, and a lot can happen between when the energy cycle begins and when it ends 19 years later. While the situation may look the same, and in this case, we're seeing the beginning of this ascension cycle in 2003 and then approaching a new level of the journey. Do we forge ahead or look back? Are we complete or are we compromised? With Mars retrograde for the next few months and square the Jupiter-Neptune in Pisces conjunction, we also get the benefit of a spiritual reboot. This is a chance to integrate what we've learned before we dash off into new horizons to escape the past. Our choices must be intentional, deliberate, and considered now. We are empowered and enlightened. We have nothing to fear as long as we focus on our energetic sovereignty and divine harmony. Eclipse cycles kind of remind me of knitting, a hobby that I've enjoyed since I was a young girl. When you're knitting a sweater, you don't start it and then use one ball of yarn or one skein of yarn for the whole thing. You knit with one ball of yarn and when you come to the end, you join a new ball and you keep on knitting. But before you make that join though, you have to decide whether you'll join it at the end, so the knot is hidden in the side seam or in the middle, where it won't be as strong, it'll take extra time to finish the knot and weave in the ends. It's all about choices and decisions, intentions and motivations, and deciding really at its most fundamental level, what's best for you, what works for you, what do you really want? Eclipses do bring chaos, but only where it's needed. Remember, chaos is part of the whole ascension disintegration cycle. And whatever we choose in one eclipse cycle, in another 19 years, we'll have the opportunity to review our choices and try again. And as always, it's about intention, energy boundaries, and our own frequency and vibration that determine what we'll choose for ourselves and the consequences we'll face. We are fully in an eclipse wormhole right now, so sit back, buckle up, and enjoy the ride as you shine on. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website, enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living Podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away, as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together. Mm-hmm.